Welcome to the Emo Social Club Podcast, broadcasting to you, well, not live this week because Brian was still out in Guatemala, so we're doing a little bit of a best of episode again today. So if you've listened before, it's we're looking back at everything that we did back in 2021 and picking out some of our highlighted episodes that we want to remind you of. And remember, any of these interviews that we have coming up for you this episode, you can go back and listen to the full thing with everything thrown in over on Spotify if you have not boycotted Spotify yet or if you have down on Apple Music or Amazon Music wherever you really get your podcasts to listen to this in full and then obviously go and support these wonderful artists that we are highlighting as well. Besides that we really appreciate you guys coming out and hanging out with me at least over at Emo Night LA. If you did, it was a really rad time. We also have our upcoming event tonight with Tom Hickinson with his other punk band, TLB. We're doing a Zoom um, hangout party for its record release the day before. So you get to hear the record early and also do some fun trivia and try to win some awesome prizes as well. Make sure that you pre-save that album and we may have an external link for you too, just in case you forget, which is silly. You're not going to forget. We also have more for our Chicago friends on Wednesday, February 16th over at Rebel in Rye in Chicago. We are going to have our first of a few monthlies there. It's going to be a little bit like a post V-Day vibe and feel. There's also drink specials like the shot that's called Emo Tears. And yes, it's sparkly and black. So you are going to have to roll up and just see what it's all about. Plus, here's some bopping tunes that'll get you through the rest of the week. And as always, you can go and pick up some merch and support us. Go to emosocialclub.com slash store and grab a shirt or grab a tank. It's still layering season, baby. Think ahead to when we are all in Vegas at the When We Were Young Festival and hanging out and repping the club. I'm not going to bother you anymore. We're going to jump right into it with some flashback episodes. Hey, Chicago Club. If you want to get over your hump day blues, come hang with us on Wednesday, February 16th at Rebel and Rye in Chicago. We'll be spinning the best sad vibes to keep that lovesick energy going from Valentine's Day. It's free. You just got to be 21 and up and fully backed to come and rage with us. Oh, and there'll be emo social drink specials like the emo tears shot. We'll see you there, club. Here we're talking with our friend Faith of Pennyboard. And since they dropped their song Emerald Green last year, they have exploded and have even done Not So Silent Night down in Texas. They have also been doing a lot of other touring and jumping on shows with a lot of friends of the pod and other people in the scene to take note of. They have a new single dropping on February 25th as well. Plus, you can see a really cool unboxing video that I did because they sent me a really cute little gift package too. So without further ado, let's look back at Pennyboard. 
obviously you wrote this song to come to terms with like this jealousy that you were it was starting to fester within you because you're saying all these other like you know 20 somethings and up doing diff- these different things so how has that kind of like helped you implement like new ways of just kind of like moving forward with yourself because you're doing a lot of other really great things too like I can't do music for shit that's really cool like that you are <laughs> able to do this type of you know art so how has that kind of been um with it just like helping you come to terms yeah so I pretty much just kind of like told myself that like well one I gotta like stop taking things so personally all the time and then just like I don't know everyone is just living their own life and we're all just trying to like do what makes us happy and there's really just no reason in getting caught up in so much stress that you, you know, like things that you have no control over. I told myself like, you know, I can't change any of this, but like I can change the way I do things like moving forward or the opportunities I create for myself moving forward. Um, so I feel like it just kind of just made me realize like, who I am as a person and like the things that I could do to better myself. And then also like the things I could do to like help others in the future. Damn. <laughs> it's just, you know, when you're just like, I don't know, it, it, it's been, it's been tough. I'm not going to point out anything that's happened over the past year and a half of why it might be that way, you know, but it's like, sometimes it's tough and it's like, how, how how do you find strength and it's like well god damn it i'm a hundred and i can't do it (laughs) honestly like sometimes i still have days where i'm just like man i wish that was me doing all these cool things but also like everything happens for a reason and everyone has their own timeline for a reason so i don't know it just i feel like one day it just kind of like clicked it wasn't really like a Maybe I guess it was kind of like an over time type of thing of me just growing up and realizing like oh, I should take a step back. But <laughs> I don't know. One day I was just like, I gotta stop freaking out over everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then Faith, we did see too that you did a cover for that's what I call pop punk, which is obviously reminiscent of this what I call music or <laughs> that's what I call dad rock. Um, which Avril Lavigne is on there. I don't like any of that. But you did a cover of Trouble. And how did this all kind of come about? Because I thought that that was like a really cool comp idea. Okay. So my good friend, Jarrett, um, he runs a label called Palm Mute Records. And he has had these ideas of running these compilations to help out, like, showcase more um bands in like the Dallas area and even outside of Dallas like I think we've had other bands from like Houston and other areas um but this one was just going to be like a bunch of like throwbacks and this is around when the idea of Pennyboard was created and I was like I have to do this like I really want to do this um can I cover Never Shout Never and I honestly thought it was going to be like a no because I feel like most people don't really like Never Shout Never these days. But he said yes. And that was the first song I have ever recorded, like in my entire life. Wow. 
yeah, it was super scary, but <laughs> I did it. Um, yeah, so I picked that one. My friend Spencer helped me out. He really, like, honestly, Spencer's helped me just, like, create the sound for Pennyboard as well as uh, Ryan for New Heroes. And we put this cover together, and it was just, like, I don't know, a fun little, like, nostalgic moment. Next, we look back at our live debut of our friend's Cleveland Avenue song, If I Needed Help, I Wouldn't Call 911. They've grown so much this year, and we became pretty good besties with Maude as well in the band. We may have something dropping soon, too, with them, so stick around to find out more about that. And they also signed to Anchor 84 Records. So let's look a look back and see how far they've come. What are your uh, your summer bops for right now besides your own single that you are playing at the children's party? <laughs> <laughs> the meme, the new oh, Meet Me at yeah. the Altar song, mm. for sure. That has been yeah. like on my nonstop playing for a while. Yeah, yeah Edith and Tay and Ada are, are actually pretty good friends of ours. Um, and like they're, they're, all the music they've released, they're like Feel, Feel a Thing, uh, Hit Like a Girl, those have all been awesome. Uh, we, we, we actually had the same producer, like the producer that recorded the songs that we have and their songs, Roy Robley, um, did, did, their, did their tracks as well. So that was, so like, those are all about, uh, for me though, uh, I think a song that I've been like, just jam, like not even a song, like EP in general, uh, Action Adventures, yeah. Pulling Focus. Like I've been jamming that like literally all, all of the summer, that every, every song on that EP is a bop, uh, shout out Action Adventure. Those are our big brothers. Um. But uh, every song on that song, every song on the EP is a bop, and it's like really cool to see them finally getting like the exposure they been deserve. Um, so can't, th- can't think of anything else though. Um, oh, Normalcy. Magnolia yeah. Park, Normalcy, Park yeah, Normalcy. real good. Oh, yeah, Magnolia Park. Uh, they- they've been dropping some heat. Tonight's a pretty good bop. Um, can we talk about how? Yeah. Can we talk about how Magnolia action. Park said, "Hey, we're from Florida. Hey, we're actually gonna play nowhere near Florida, nor nowhere in the Midwest, and just go straight <laughs> West Coast." And I'm like, yep. "Hey, yep. why'd you do that?" Yeah, I, I didn't know who I didn't know who their agent is. Like, I mean, like they're opening like, for for Little Lotus. Like, I'm like, "That's cool. Hey, why are you playing Utah? Come, come more, come more over here. Come east. Let's go. Come on, vamos. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> we had some banter on Twitter with them a couple times. Um, they, 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 uh, they're they're pretty big fans of ours, just like we are of them. Um, and I, every time I tweet them, I'm like, "Yo, guys, like, you know, when are you guys coming to Chicago? Like, come on, like, yeah. hey, we know it's gonna happen. Like, when are you gonna do it?" And they're like, uh, uh, "Definitely soon." Like, you know, taking a picture of our book. And I, I feel like when I tweet, people ask, "Like, are we playing a show? Release music?" I just say soon. <laughs> like, you know, just give us a whatever. But uh. I know it's gonna happen. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna be sick. I can't wait. We've had like a bunch of people like ask about like if our band name is like from like Cleveland, like Ohio. <laughs> like, are you guys like from like Ohio? Or like no, it's there's a street in Chicago. I swear. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, it's Cle- Cleveland Avenue is a street. that's actually physically in Chicago. Yeah, and it, apparently it goes all the way to oh. Brookfield as well. <laughs> you have to make the pilgrimage. My streets like that. You have like to make that. the pilgrimage down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You, uh, I won't, I won't think too much about that because I know Adam how Adam feels about, <laughs> about that. <laughs> Adam, Adam, 
Webb lives on Cleveland Avenue. Oh, I'm man. Give, I'm yeah. give us exact address. Don't get him doxxed here. Drop an address. <laughs> when we get famous, we're, we're, it's probably going to leak out somewhere, and then we're going to, like, my house is going to be, like, a landmark. It'll be on all Google the, Maps all the and everything. kids are going to go there. Like, everybody goes to the Charmer and the American football house. They're going to be like, I'm going to this house. And everyone who lives at that house, like, your parents or whatever, are going to be like, yo, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> My dog's not going to like that. He's they're just like, going to be barking everyone out the window. They're like, we expect Get the fuck this. out. <laughs> this is not <laughs> your house. <laughs> Unless you bring a tree. That's how my dog goes. If you bring a tree, then, yeah, then like, you know, all, all for it. Come on. Come on in. <laughs> yeah. And my dog's not that friendly. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Lizzie of the Emo Social Club and it's a brand new year. So maybe you want to update your drip and be the hottest and coolest looking kid all around the virtual web. You can do this by picking up some Emo Social Club merch and you can find it over on emosocialclub.com store. And with just an easy click, it can be in your cart and shipped right out to you. So you can stunt on all of your friends this upcoming spring. Again, you can go and snag these items over at emosocialclub.com slash store. And finally, we're throwing it all the way back with our friends and rivals and talking about and talking about their album that came out earlier last year. Sad looks pretty on me. Do you categorize yourself as a heavy band? Do you categorize no. yourself more as like rock alternative or are you more like metal? C- I, 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 metal. You know, quotes yeah. not there. I'll see, like, what I, kept, was bringing, I yeah, kept bringing sure. up to the band is like, I, I kept using the example of 21 Pilots. Like, you can't really place a genre on them because mm-hmm. they'll, like, they'll write a rap song, then the next song is going to be a reggae song, you know, oh, then they'll that. write like a super rise against song. It's just mm-hmm. like, and you're hitting all these different platforms of people and music, and like someone who would never listen to like, how we wrote strawberries, but they hear fake rich and they're like, holy fuck, I love these guys. It's just yeah. like, we're, we're reaching out and it's just like, I don't feel like bands need to stick to like, we're alternative, we're heavy. Like if it's yeah. a good fucking song, it's catchy, it pushes people, fucking give it to them, you know? Yes. But, For yeah. sure. Like we, yeah, we could definitely hear that because we um, were able to listen to the LP in full and I was like, wow, like this is a little bit of everything, but it just all flows and melds together really really well yeah. thank you we we did yeah, a we had... thought guy of like right <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah we definitely had a big discussion it was like a three-day discussion about the order of the songs do you guys remember oh that my god yes <laughs> it was, it was oh, pretty yeah. heated uh it was pretty heated i really wanted it to be pop and then heavy and then make it instead we're like no it needs to mix um, yeah. And they got their way, and I'm actually glad they did because now when I listen to it all the way through, it, like it gives me such a sense of like um, What's depth. Next? Yeah, like you're always like, okay, well, what is this gonna be like? And like literally, the only sense of like connection between the CD is that how one song ends and one begins. Um, like in regards to like, does one fade out and one fade in? Does one end abruptly? Does the other one start abruptly? Cool. We're going to put those together. Like there wasn't really like a sense of like, this song has to go before this song or this song. Cause like none of them, none of them connected. They're not connected. Um, at all, actually, they're not connected at all, which is kind of fun. And it's kind of hard to connect a bunch of songs that are not even close to the same genre. So, (laughs) you know, yeah. 
you guys live in the same place? City? No. Uh, well, yeah, no. it's a well, yeah. city. We're, we're, uh, we're... You go ahead. You explain where you're from. <laughs> Brian's in the city of Chicago. I'm in the suburbs of Chicago. Oh, okay. But you're in, like, the same place, like, yeah. geographically. Yeah. If I yeah. wanted to get to Brian's house, I could get to his house in a reasonable time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Technically, you can um, get anywhere in a reasonable amount of time. For that pizza, though. What, make it? Let's hear it for that pizza, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Y'all got the best pizza. Thank you. We're putting that on the front page of all of our advertising. Illuminati's, now. dude. Illuminati's? Illuminati's. <laughs> or isn't it what it's called? Lou Malnati's, but I the amount of times that I've heard it called Illuminati's. Like yeah. it's it's you know a lot. Also how high I've rebrand, been every rebrand. Time I Chicago, Fair. Like, <laughs> like I feel like you're ordering a deep dish because that's like exactly like great. i'm only uh, gonna yeah, eat a dish of, i'm gonna eat a dish of pizza it's deep dish is a special occasion thing and i don't know if a lot of people like are commenting about chicago pizza because they're like yo deep dish is like really good or deep dish is really bad it's like we don't have that all the time yeah <laughs> i'm not bathing like, in tavern. sauce it's the tavern tavern style south side style yeah it's more like <laughs> yeah like yeah. Ben. i mean I've had, we're, you know, we're traveled people. We've been, both You've places. been on tours. You've been okay. on these places. Yeah. Some tours. Um, and <laughs> every time it's like a band tradition. Every time we get to Chicago, it's like the first thing we, we ever do. It's like, we immediately go and get a deep dish pizza. We don't even care about the place. We just go, they have deep dish. Let's yeah. fucking go. That's the energy. Yeah. I will say that real there's, a, there's a Giordano's attached to my building at work, and I always walk past and I'm like, hmm, maybe today? <laughs> I know. Today's One of the these day. days we're going to realize that you should probably order your pizza before you <laughs> arrive because of yeah, how real. long it takes. Yeah. We always get we, there. We and always, we're always are like starving. Out. Like we like we got we got loaded in like five minutes, and we're like 25 minutes away. Like, fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Um, I, I did see that you guys had some, like you just said earlier to kind of describe yourself, you said like metal or like pop with like Paramore vocals. I did also see that somebody was, of course, as it usually happens in the music scene, calling you a Paramore ripoff fan. <laughs> and the response was, yeah. I prefer Evanescence ripoff. And I'm like, yes, I love the representation. <laughs> yes. Like we if you're going to give us like a comparison, at least be like, come on, we sound, we're probably more in line with either Evanescence, Flyleaf or Paris. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Uncultured just... wines. That's <laughs> <laughs> we call us Paramore. I hate that. I hate it's it just, so much. I feel like we've come to the conclusion that like people always say you guys sound like Paramore because that's the yeah. only real female-fronted big band that they know. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, yeah. oh, you're a yeah. girl. You play in a band with instruments. Paramore. Like, yeah. So like every time. Every time somebody asks what my band sounds like and they don't know who we are, I go, do you know who Paramore is? And they go, yeah, I know who Paramore is. I, do you know who Evanescence is? They go, yeah, I know who Evanescence is. I'm like, cool. <laughs> now imagine if they had a baby and it sounded nothing like that. <laughs> 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 That's what Rival sounds like. <laughs> I, I liked your response to that, though, because it is like my immediate thought is, well, how many fucking guy bands are out there? And they're not yeah, getting compared. So and they're the, like... The, they're like able to define it and they're like, no, this is like technical pop punk. And this is more like brutal, hardcore emo uh, with a side of Indie mayo e or something. E-boy. 
Yeah, yeah it's I like... also want to talk about how my moment of, of fame was a, a tweet about Paramore. Like, what, bro? <laughs> what about my, my music? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, the dude from, you guys know who Flo, I think I'm saying it right, Floor, F-L-O-R. Oh, like yeah. yeah. I think it's, I think yeah. it's their Their vocalist was like, he's like, he's, <laughs> it was really funny. His tweet, um, hold on we had like a conversation but oh my god did he delete it <gasps> no he didn't okay he goes if i ha-, he goes there's literally ten thousand all-time low rip copies and i was mm-hmm. like fucking true <laughs> <laughs> like, come on get the picture. I know. It's, it's such a weird double standard that i'm like i don't yeah. know because i remember back in the day when you know paramore was rising it's like now all of a sudden it seems like there's a bunch of these bands that are literally just the same band with a, a female singer and like mm-hmm. that's it and that's the amount of work that these these bands did or these labels yeah. did or whomever was like pushing them out there and everyone was like we need a paramour and like yeah. somehow it just became that like that is the whole thing now like yeah, we just it was need like, a okay. paramour there was there was okay there there was an Avril Lavigne complex for a long time as well, mm-hmm. yes. where actually in the Katy Perry documentary she talks about how everyone wanted her to be the new Avril Lavigne. She's like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be Avril Lavigne. I want to be myself. <laughs> and it was like yeah. I, I like I heard that and I was like, dude, oh my god, like it's so relatable. Like I understand that. And somebody else pointed out how Paramore for the first like ten years of their career were literally just called the new Avril Lavigne. And it's like, oh bro, God. they sound nothing like Avril Lavigne. <laughs> I don't know. Elena, I just, I just want <laughs> to know because Avril Lavigne is supposed to be coming out with like a pop punk album. So like, I'm pretty excited. That album in so long. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to classify that, especially with like so many Gen Zers probably not fully knowing Avril Lavigne. And they'd be like, yeah. oh, this is Paramore. It's like, you no, know, yeah, Avril Lavigne, she wants so Paramore could run. The full, full circle of paramore now getting compared to Avril levine just like complete just mm. you know yeah. over 20 years it took this long <laughs> funny I'm, I'm worried that it's gonna be like oh Avril levine is just ripping off mgk oh, i'm be so upset <laughs> <laughs> like you know <sighs> that record was pretty good though oh i love the record <laughs> like, I, gotta, I, gotta I just I, I just good. know that there's gonna be a kid out there who's just like that's my only reference to pop punk like mgk's new record like please you know i i'm not a huge pop punk person never have been um i don't think anyone in the band is no actually none of us are really big pop punk people (laughs) Mm. uh and regardless i at first i was like really that's the genre that's getting big is pop punk like dang it and then i was like thinking about it and i was like but it starts with pop punk all these younger generation kids are like, oh, I love MGK. What other what other people are like them? Yeah. And then they just start branching out. And that's literally how I found Fall Out Boy. That's how I found Panic at the Disco was mm-hmm. just just uh, like the falling domino effect of finding one band. And then I'm like, oh, my God, now I love The Used, which is like left field from Panic at the Disco. Yep. You know, and, and that's just how it happens. So I'm like, maybe this is what's happening. We're starting to see that same domino effect. But 20 years later, I'm yeah. old. <laughs> I hope so. There are a lot of pets running around, and I like it. Yeah, we can, like, <laughs> my cameos. Yeah, yeah, baby boy. That's all we need. Now you have to say, "I promise you that I am not a cat." Yeah. <laughs> I promise you that I'm not a cat. <laughs> I am not a kitty. 
oh, I know. He goes, and the guy responds, uh, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking all stupid. Like, he, like, actually would have, like, thought he was a cat. <laughs> He's like, like, I know. We were watching it at my work, and they were like, did you see this? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, let's play it. And they're like, he thinks he's a cat. I'm like, no, he doesn't. These are don't. judges. I sincerely hope they don't believe anybody here is a cat. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was great. Except they want to know what your cat's name is. Yeah, Ziggs, and Ziggs. it's uh, from uh, from a character in League of Legends. Nice. Hope you had a good time listening to those throwback episodes. And, of course, you can always go and listen to those full episodes over on Amazon Music, Apple Music, iTunes, whatever that is, Spotify, or wherever you just want to listen. Until then, we'll see you next week with a new, fresh episode. And, yes, Brian will be back. Don't worry. Hopefully he doesn't abandon us again like he did for so long. Until then, I've been Lizzie. Brian's on a plane coming back from Guatemala. And we'll see you later. Bye.